Hello and welcome to another Fitness for 95ers podcast with me, Andrew Marsham Fitness. Today we are going to be covering what and when to eat for fat loss. Going to be a controversial topic, no doubt, um, so stay tuned and let me know what your thoughts are um, and the reviews, of course. So, who am I? Andrew Marsham, online health and fitness coach. I specialise in helping Busy 95ers, build muscle, burn fat, get in the best shape of their life. Um, that's what I do. That's how I can help you. Also, for anyone who leaves a review or who tags me, who screenshots this podcast and tags me in a post or in their stories or anything like that, we'll be given a free coaching call. Um, talking about your goals, your challenges, any plateaus you're at, any struggles you're having. Free, completely free coaching call. We're going to work our way through the challenges you're facing and get a result for you. Also, if you would like a free custom meal plan and fat loss webinar to get your progress moving in the right direction, then all you have to do is go into the show notes below and you'll find it at the link there. I believe it's the first link in the description. Um, free custom meal plan, completely free, along with my fat loss webinar. Now, what we are going to be covering today. Firstly, what to eat. Next, when to eat it. And how to make it work nine to five. And then lastly, focusing on the big picture for success. Firstly, what should we be eating? Well, that is a very, very, very broad statement. There are no foods that you need to eat. There are no foods that you don't need to eat. Yes, I said that correctly. There are no foods that you, you do not need to eat if you are trying to achieve fat loss. You can eat pizza. You can eat burgers. You can eat chicken kebabs. You can eat whatever the fuck you want. If you're in a calorie deficit, you are going to lose fat. End of story. Good night, Vienna. That's all you need to know. Turn the podcast off. That's it. You've heard everything. No, I'm only joking. So... Of course, you can eat whatever you want, let's face it. Um, you've probably heard or maybe seen the documentary where the guy went and ate nothing but McDonald's for, I believe it was a month, um, lost weight and improved all his health markers. Now, why did that happen? That happened because he put himself in a calorie deficit to where he was burning more calories than he was taking in from the McDonald's and his health markers improved due to having a lower level of body fat. Higher levels of body fat are going to be more harmful than just about anything. So ensuring you get your body fat into a healthy range is absolutely fundamentally key for your health, for your energy levels, for feeling good, for looking good, for anything and everything. Now, um, a couple of things that you want to focus on to give you the best results when it comes to fat loss. Now, I personally recommend a flexible dieting approach um, to my clients. This is flexible dieting with an 80-20 rule. Um, and the diet is also focused on being very high in protein. So the benefits of high protein in a fat loss phase are endless. The list is endless. So you're going to get increased metabolism, you're going to increase muscle mass, you're going to hold muscle mass, retain it. The 
the increased um, thermic effect of food from the protein, increased satiation. If you're not eating a high-protein diet and you're in a fat loss phase, I personally can't understand, uh, well, I framed that really badly there. Um, I personally cannot see how you're missing out. You're, you're completely missing out if you are not eating a high-protein diet and your main goal is fat loss. You've got to be doing it. Same for muscle building. High-protein diet is key for any main body composition goal that you may have. Now, the approach I also like to take with my own nutrition and recommend to my clients is following an 80-20 approach. So this is um, trying to get the majority of your foods, so 80% of your foods from whole natural healthy sources. So this could be your single ingredient foods. So this is all your meats, all your vegetables, fruits, all that kind of thing, um, etc., etc. Um, then you're looking at sweet potatoes, rice, all that kind of stuff. Single ingredient foods that are in lower the lower end of the processed food scale. So the more of them you can have in your diet, the better, in my opinion. They're going to provide a higher quality of food. They're going to provide a higher volume of food. Therefore, mean you feel fuller for longer. Um, you're less likely to snack. You're less likely to binge. You're less likely to overeat on these ter- types of foods because it's going to be harder to overeat them, literally. I mean, how many of you could probably sink, don't know, three Krispy Kreme donuts in a cup in an hour? I know what I, I genuinely know what I could probably sink a dozen in that time. No joke, I probably wouldn't struggle. Now, there's 400 odd calories in a Krispy Kreme donut. That's 5,000 calories in an hour from Krispy Kreme donuts. That's possible. That is very possible. Whereas, if I was to try and get the same from sweet potato or chicken or even worse, something like broccoli. There's not a fucking chance I'm completing that task. Not Certainly not within an hour. Probably not within a day. Probably not within a week. <laughs> um, well, maybe a week, but you get the picture. So if you focus on getting the majority of your diet from higher quality, unprocessed foods, it's, you, by default, you're going to be eating less less calories. So therefore, you're going to have you're also going to be feeling fuller, you're going to be feeling better, you're going to have more energy because you're eating these healthier, micronutrient-dense foods. You're going to be feeling good, looking good, everything's going to be on track. Oh, but I can't stick to um, eating the same things. Well, don't eat the same things. Eat, Change it up. I don't eat the same thing on a daily basis. I don't eat the same thing week to week at all. Every single week, I completely change up my menu. And you can, I, I encourage you to do the same, and I will do the same with my clients as well. Um, but the most important thing that you need to consider when it comes to any diet and, and what you should be eating for fat loss is the number one rule of all diets, and that is adherence. If you can't stick to a certain way of eating that's going to get you a result, it's not for you. Don't choose keto just because it sounds good. Don't choose vegetarian just because you think you want to. Don't choose carnivore just because it sounds cool. Don't choose any certain diet because of someone or something or some movement. Um, 
pick a diet that's based around you, that's based around your lifestyle, and that you can sustain for a long period of time. If you can sustain a diet for a long period of time, if you can adhere for a period of years, um, not just weeks or months, um, you're going to be able to stack any sort of progress you want. You're going to be able to look however you want. You're going to be able to feel however you want. Um, so think about that when you're coming to setting up your diet. You want me to again here? So the best for me, as I said, is flexible diet and 80-20 approach. Um, the benefits of sticking to the long-term diet you're not going to be yo-yoing up and down. You're not going to be in and out of these dieting phases because what you done was eat chicken, rice, and broccoli for three months, get fucking sick of it, and then threw all the toys out the pram, went back to the way you were eating before, and just ended up back in square one, now with a down-regulated metabolism. Something I discussed in a previous episode. Actually, it was last week's episode, so go back and watch that if you haven't done so already. Um, so, what... Um, kind of things should you be looking for when it comes to picking out the, the exact foods that you want to eat for fat loss. As I said, single ingredient foods, chicken, rice, vegetables, fruit, sweet potatoes, potatoes, things like that. Look at the packet. If it doesn't have a packet, it's probably even better. <laughs> um, if there's multiple ingredients on it, that does not mean to say it's inherently bad. No food is inherently good or bad. None of it. If you overeat in a certain food, you're going to gain weight on it. If you under eat in a certain food, there's certain micronutrient groups that make some issues. So they all have benefits. They all have their place in, in a healthy, balanced diet. I don't encourage anyone to rule out certain foods or never eat chocolate again or do anything like that. I certainly fucking wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't last a week. Um, but... Low processed foods, typical healthy options. Everyone knows what to eat. You know what a healthy option is. Um, I think where most people struggle is putting meals together, is making it unrepetitive. Um, and it's just because you're lacking inspiration. If you need some inspiration, go to my YouTube channel. It's linked in the show notes below. Um, make sure and have a look at it. Um, there's plenty there. There's thousands of, not thousands, there's dozens of recipes up there for you to have a look at, for you to have a look over. Um, so go and find some that you like. Find some that you think, oh, that looks good. I can build that into my diet and go from there. Eat healthy eating does not need to be restrictive. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't taste bad. It shouldn't be feel like a chore. It shouldn't be any of those things. If you are making it feel that way, that's on you. 100% your fault. But a reality check here. If you are not eating the right foods, if you are finding that you're continually eating the same bland foods over and over again and you can't stick to a diet, it's 100% your fault. Because there's a million resources out there for you to go out and learn to cook, for you to go out and learn how to put recipes together, for you to go out and learn how to put a meal plan together. And if you can't do that, which is fair enough, because it took me years to do it, then ask for help. Come and ask me for help. Come and ask me how to do it. I'll show you how to do it. I'll give you a template meal plan for free. There's one in the description below. So don't tell me you can't get a certain result. You can't cook. You can't do this. You can't do that. Stop going with the fucking victim's mentality and start making some changes in your own life. Take control. You're in control. When you 
take the driving seat, when you take responsibility for everything, every decision that happens in your life, things start changing. This is how I view my own life. If it's raining outside, it's my fault. If um, someone crashes into the back of me, I shouldn't have been sitting there. If I cross the road and somebody knocks me down, I shouldn't have fucking left the house that time. So think about it that way. Your life will start to change. That turned into a bit of a motivational rant there. I'm not really talking about fucking what to eat for fat loss anymore, but um, I digress and we continue on. So, how does my day typically look at the moment? Um, at the moment, um, so I'll, I'll, I'm not going to give you my diet at the moment because it's, it wouldn't be wouldn't be a fair a fair comparison as I am very deeply into a lean game. So. A typical day when I'm in a fat loss phase will look something along the lines of this. If I'm training in the evening, um, which I don't anymore, but I was in my last fat loss phase, I would have a protein and fat-based breakfast. So that would be something along the lines of an omelette or chicken egg sausages with bacon medallions, some veg, something along those lines. So that keeps blood sugar stable in the morning. Very key, a great tactic to use if you're in a fat loss phase. Next meal of the day would be a salad. That would be around half nine, ten o'clock. It would be a chicken breast salad. Um, again, just getting some protein in, focusing, getting some good quality protein and micronutrients. So I've been full, satiated from the protein and the veg. Again, a great way to continue on in the morning. Lunch, I would have some protein carbohydrates. I would some sort of meal prep, maybe a chicken pasta dish, maybe a beef recipe, a beef burrito bowl, something along those lines. One of these recipes, as I said, are in the description below on my YouTube channel. Something along those lines. Then I'm from working out in the evening, I would have a shake beforehand, so a smoothie with some fruit, um, some protein powder in it. That's a great pre-workout meal. Then go from there, I'm feeling energised, I'm feeling good, I'm ready to go and hit the gym. Then post-workout, that's when I'm having the majority of my carbs. Um, I'm having them in and around the workout, having that, and then that's me for the day. I would maybe have, again, some protein later on at night, depending on how I'm feeling, depending on what I'm doing, what how many calories and macronutrients I've got left for the day. Might just be in the form of some protein and rice cakes, um, something along those lines, for example. Um, but again, that will differ day to day. Um, but that comes down to the person, what you're actually eating for that day, etc. Um, so that's a typical fat loss day for myself um, again these are going to be different for everyone but what I suggest a couple of principles that I suggest taking into action are consuming more protein and fat based away from the workout so if you are working out in the mornings um, that's when you want to be having your carbohydrates your pastas your rice maybe some cereals and things like that post-workout um, later in the day you maybe go for some steak and veg some salmon with some roast vegetables something along those lines some good quality protein fat sources um, with some micronutrient dense options in the veg as well there um, and I, say, I tend to find that works really very well for fat loss um, at the timings we'll get into this now um, so when should you be eating the timings don't matter too much I say too much because I think they do still matter. My own personal experience, especially in a fat loss phase. So if you think about a pyramid, um, on the, and think about a pyramid here, and on the bottom you've got, and think about it in slices. Now there's an infographic on my Instagram on this. I'll maybe even link it in the the show notes below. Um, there's an infographic on this, and this is, if you think about the base of the pyramid being 
your calorie and protein targets, your macronutrient targets for the day, that is the base. That is the most important part. It's the biggest portion. Then if you move up one, you'll get meal timings, etc. Move up one again, meal frequency, then micronutrients, all these kind of things. Um, sorry, micronutrients probably come before all them. Then away up the top is things like supplements, etc. They have their place. They will benefit you. They, when used correctly, can be can certainly come in handy. So the timings do matter. But the, think about the, the pyramid of importance as the calorie and macronutrient targets being the top priority or the bottom, the base of the pyramid. Um, they can be very useful, the, the meal timings, but they are a slightly more advanced tactic. And those um, who are seeking optimal performance, who are maybe pushing the boundaries, who have had some good results before, but are maybe really trying to, to push through and get in the best shape of their life, maybe you're getting into photo shoot shape, something that's coming in the new year for me. Um, if any one of you is keen on getting into photo shoot shape, I will have no doubt, and I will, I will have announced the programme by now. Um, so if you're interested in that, let me know, drop me a message, um, and we'll get you started. There's going to be some big thing coming in January as I power on towards my photo shoot. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, so what can we do timing-wise um, with regards to nutrition? Now, as I mentioned before, um, I'll essentially just kind of reframe it. You need the majority of your carbohydrates around the workout. That is the best place to put them. It's where they're going to be best utilised. So if you are training in the evenings, a good sample meal plan is the one of, is what I just talked you through there. Um, the, own, my, the example from my own training, that is an excellent way to go. I know it's proven, it's tried, it's tested, it gets results. It's what I've done myself. It's what my clients have done as well. Um, these are the kind of things that I implement with my clients, the training techniques, the tactics, um, and they all matter. They can add up. Now, if you were working out in the mornings, um, do you eat before the workout? I don't know. How do you feel? This comes down to an individual basis. I actually just this week trained fasted for the first time. I've been training fasted for the very first time in my life. Um, feeling okay doing it. The, re the, the, the simple reason I'm doing it is because I am eating so much food at the moment that even the smallest of meals in the morning was causing me some digestive, digestive issues. So eating food in the morning isn't the best option for me now. So therefore, I am not going to continue to do something that I've always done just for the sake of it because it's what I've always done. I'm going to try something else. I'm going to see if it works. I'm going to give it a go. And so far, I've only trained twice on it, um, but it's been okay and it's been perfectly fine and I will continue on until such time as I don't think it's having any more benefit or if I go into a fat loss phase, I might be a bit hungry in the mornings, um, so I might want a bit more food. I want something in there before I train. Again, all comes down to you. You've got to trial and test these different things. Now, let's talk about something about the timings of eating. A lot of people will say, oh, I don't need to, I don't, really don't want to eat after like six, seven o'clock because I'll just store all this fat. Bullshit. Just complete and utter bullshit. That is not true. A potato, this is, the, this is the analogy I used before. So if you are thinking that carbs after six makes you fat, 
What's the difference between a potato at 7 in the morning and a potato at 7 at night? Ask, answer, me, answer me that question. If anyone can tell me, apart from the fact it's maybe slightly more out of date, 12 hours more out of date if it's been lying out of the fridge, then please let me know if there's any differences there. The idea that you're going to store body fat if you eat it in the evening is just complete and utter bullshit, maybe because you're going to bed and you're not going to burn off these calories, but if your overall calorie balance for the day is negative, if you are consuming less calories in the, in the morning, then you might, you might consume more calories at night, then overall for the day, your calories are under what they should be, you're still going to lose weight, you're still going to lose body fat. So don't put the focus too much on timings. They can be very useful, um, especially when it comes to performance-based and recovery-based and things like that. So find what works well around for you or works well around the workout for you um, and go from there. Now, if you're doing it in a nine-to-five setting, you've got to think about ahead of time, how can I be successful? So where do, when do I have my breaks? When am I going to be working out? What do I need to do in advance? What do I need to prepare that will allow me to see the best results? If you fail, fail to plan, you're planning to fail. There is not a truer saying in the world. If you can prepare ahead of time, do a meal prep, things like that, um, and plan, have a bit of a slight vision, some slight targets, a goal, something written down that's going to give you a tie-in, something that's going to give you something to something written down that's going to give you something to aim towards, you're going to see 10 times the results. Absolutely fucking guarantee this. There's absolutely no two ways about it. So being prepared with your meals ahead of time, being prepared with healthy snack options, thinking ahead about what you can achieve, about what it is um, you need to have at your desk and, and your work. Um, do you need to maybe have a protein shake and a protein bar handy for before you go to the gym so you've got something in you? Um, do you need to prepare meals ahead of time? Maybe you just need to make some better choices when it comes to getting canteen food or when it comes to eating on the go. Maybe you just need to educate yourself a bit more. And hopefully I can help educate you on that. If you need some information on that, don't hesitate to get in touch. I've got full webinars and these kind of things. Um, if you want, yawning again, if you want them sent over, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Let me know and I'll make sure to put, send them over to you. Just drop me a DM and I'll more than happily get them across. Um, so preparation is by far and away the biggest thing you can do to be successful. Completely and utterly. If you do a meal prep, if you take healthy snacks and have them prepped in your work, if you take options that are going to allow you to be successful, if you have everything there in place, what do you think the likelihood is that you're going to be successful? Ten times over. If you're just winging it every day, thinking, right, fuck it, I'll see what happens, I'll see what I buy today, I'm going to pick the healthy option, fingers crossed I'm going to pick the healthy option, you're probably fucking not going to do it, are you? Let's face it. The smell of the chips, the smell of the canteen, everyone round about you's doing what they want, you're having to try and pick out some lean meat and veg from the, the, the canteen or something like that. Or maybe you're out for lunch with clients, something along those lines. If you are coming up against these challenges, then preparing ahead of time is going to be far more beneficial. 
How can you make life as easy, as convenient, and as consistent as possible? That is what you need to ask yourself. If doing a meal prep is going to be is going to make life ten times easier, which in my situation it certainly does, then do it. If you don't have time for a meal prep, or you feel like you don't have time for a meal prep, because I think everyone does. Let's face it, it takes an hour. Um, then pick up some pre-bought meals, some prepped meals ahead of time. You know the ones that you can get from all these prep companies. They're all over the place now. Um, there's plenty of options there. There's plenty of things you can do to make sure you're going to get a result. Um, it all comes down to how much you want it. What is your why at the end of the day? If your why is strong enough, you'll continue to push on. You'll continue to be successful. For most of us, optimal doesn't matter too much. So the timings and things like that aren't going to play too much of a role for the majority of people. For the people who are pushing performance, who are looking for some optimal benefits, who are maybe pushing that upper end, then yes, it certainly can um, It certainly can be beneficial. And just setting yourself up for your own success, your own benefits, your performance-wise, especially in gym, how do you feel? What do you feel good on? What are you going to feel good in eating? Think about that rather than getting tied to certain things, just make sure you're getting a good blend of high quality, unprocessed foods, high in protein, um, and you go from there. What can you do consistently well? What can you do week in, week out, that you don't need to overly think about? Okay, there's going to be challenges with prepping meals and things like that. That comes with the territory. You, If, it's, if it was fucking easy, everybody would be doing it. Everyone would be walking around shredded. Everyone would be walking around 10% body fat, lean, muscular, athletic, feeling good, looking their best all the time. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. It's not. It's simple. It's not easy. There's steps you can take to make life easier, though. And if you can make something more convenient, if you can make something more possible, then by all means, go ahead with it. Try and get it done. Hopefully this podcast was helpful today. If it was, please leave a review. Let me know below. This massively, massively helps me out. Really means a lot if you could leave a review. Um, it would certainly give me some good feedback in the podcast and makes it makes it worthwhile doing. Um, also, for anyone who screenshots this and tags me in their stories or tags me in a post or leaves a review, you'll be set up with a completely free coaching call strategy session with me. Um, we'll run through your goals, targets, how to achieve them, what to do in the next few months for you and your goals, and kind of streamline that process for you. Also, as I mentioned previously, free custom meal plan below. Click the first link in the podcast show notes, and it's yours along with a free fat loss webinar. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this. Please leave a review, share it on with someone else. Would really massively mean a lot to me if you did. Um, and we will speak to you in the next one.